Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Good morning. Welcome into Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as well. I'm Rafi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. What they up? Are. What's going on, man? What up, man? It's good to see you. You every morning. You too, man. How was how's the how's the morning treating you so far? Morning uh, started at 1:57 this morning. Ooh, that's too early. Up. That's too early. I was hacking up a lung. Oh no. So I, I I'm de- I've developed allergies over the years, and it just seems like every year it gets worse and worse and worse. And uh, thanks to Punxsutawney Phil. Uh, my allergies came early this year, just like spring. And here I am sounding like um, Phoebe and friends when she has the cold and <laughs> she has a sexy voice. That's how I sound today. That's how I sounded a little bit yesterday. Um, but, you know, we're, we're grinding. That's what I texted you this morning. We're grinding. <laughs> you got that, that Phoebe phlegm voice. That's all right. We're, uh, we're, getting, we're getting after it here on a – it, it's Wednesday, right? It is Wednesday. Yeah, cause that's right, because it's National Signing Day, even though Nebraska's only got like two guys we're looking at. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I will say, I know Schaefer said he didn't miss it. I will say I miss a little bit of the excitement of the old school National Signing Day. Like that was yeah. a fun day. Well, you didn't have to cover it like shit. No, for sure. Yeah, I was a, like my favorite memories of it are just being a, a fan, and maybe you get a surprise here, a surprise there. This guy, you know, he does the press conference and he puts the hat on, then he takes it off, and he's like, "Just kidding, I got the T-shirt on. We're going to Nebraska." Whatever the case was, right? Like there was some fun, like there was some fun National Signing Day moments. You've got like Terrell Pryor just not signing with anyone until april or something he was just like nope not doing it we're fine um like it was i thought it was a again it's nostalgia like schaefer talked about yesterday but there was something to kind of hey everything happens on this day you know it's kind of like the difference between uh you know the nba playoffs where you have a series versus hey we've got a super bowl it's the it's the one day 
You know, now it kind of feels like we have a series of recruiting events where we used to have a Super Bowl of recruiting, and today was that Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't I don't even know what the schedule is for college football anymore. Like <laughs> when you can actually sign, when you can't, because it seems like there are no rules. And as we know, in the era of NIL, there is no rules. And now that NLI, there you go, uh, nailed it. Yeah, yeah you know we're <laughs> we're connecting dots over here. Uh, same same type of deal where it's like uh, I don't even know if there is a rule anymore to when a coach can't speak to somebody because you know they get they get away with it behind the back of of the NCAA or if they get caught it doesn't actually affect them that year or or what or whatnot so uh, I know what you're saying though because there is a there's a buildup factor to mm-hmm. that one day that is just so exciting but you know selfishly too working in sports radio, it's nice having the early signing period because it gives you something to talk about in December. And then, you know, January rolls around and, and you're talking about different transfer portal moves and uh, now you're into February. And though it's not what it used to be, it's still something to talk about on a Wednesday, not during college football season. And we like those things. Yeah, it's still a fun day for sure in December is less so now, at least the way Nebraska's kind of decided to operate. There are some teams that go in a little bit harder in the late signing period, which is, is today. I will say the, um, you know, back in the day, we didn't feel as desperate for something in December because there were bowl games and, you know, it, you know implications there. Uh, so I know that hasn't happened since you've been covering Nebraska sports as closely, but there was a time where that actually happened, and there were other there were football things to talk about in December. Well, you know, it, it's funny that you say that too because uh, I'm convinced that the college football world changed for Nebraska mm-hmm. and just for Nebraska because they need this fan base <laughs> to be feeling good at all points of the year. And so they, they had to come up with a new way to get Nebraska football fans excited in December when things weren't going right. So they said, hey, guys, you know, we're going we're gonna to change up the entire format. You guys are going to still find a way to be offseason champs, and this is how it's going to be done. We'll spread it out a little bit more so it's not like you have to wait so long. And, uh, you know, misery, uh, I know that's what TK calls the state that I live in now, uh, but misery is is no more in Nebraska when you have early signing period. Now it'll still feel a lot better though if they can get to a bowl game and possibly win one. It's it's true. Also, I mean, misery was no more once uh, Dylan Rayola decided to 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 tap into the chat and uh, and be part of the class. But no, it's uh, it, I I understand why they do it. And honestly, while nostalgically the the 16 year old in me that was at my computer checking, like refreshing the websites and seeing who was signing and refreshing while well, Twitter didn't exist when I was 16, but just refreshing like message boards and stuff, trying to say, okay, this guy's it's also, I think, you know, national signing day was not just the super bowl for recruiting. It was also the super bowl for fax machines. It's the only <laughs> day is the only day of the year that fax machines matter at all. Where I and I don't know if they started doing like e-signatures or stuff yet because I haven't heard nearly as much about fax machines in the last few years. But it was always like, hey, got to wait for that fax to come in. And I'll be honest, if I was a you know multi-million-dollar head football coach waiting on a fax machine, I would not feel good about that because I am 
36 years old. I've worked in an office for most of my adult life. And it's like dicey every time I try and use a fax machine, which is not often, by the way. But anytime I'm like, yeah, I probably need to fax this, which has, I don't think it's even happened for like three years. But anytime, they used to happen a lot more back in like the er, you know 2010s. And every time I did it, I was like, it's, this is like 60-40 at best. I got this right. Well, it's funny because I don't know if I could pick a fax machine out of a lineup. So, it looks like a it looks like a printer with a phone on it. There, there, there you go. Um, maybe I just need to watch Draft Day again. I think I should use the fax machine in that movie. No, um, not only that, I don't think I'd, I I would even know the first thing about using one. I remember when I first found out how to use a rotary phone. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was the most incredible thing ever. And also how impatient you had to be to dial like the nine or the zero. Yep. You had to watch that thing spin all the way back. And I just go, oh, how, how did people live in the stone ages? So I never really used, I mean, I, I, had, I saw rotary phones and, and things like that. We never had one in my house. But the, uh, I, I remember, I think, I remember some people, like kind of my parents' age, telling me, like, if somebody had a lot of nines or zeros in their phone number, it's like, you didn't call them very often. It was just like, only in emergencies. We're not, imagine, we're not wasting the time with like a 9900 number, you know? <laughs> Robbie, imagine having to call 911. There's an intruder breaking into your house, and you have to wait for that first nine to spin all the way back. At least you're not in England where you had to dial 999. Just imagine just the, <laughs> any day now, just got to get it back. <laughs> That seems like a Family Guy episode where uh, Peter is uh, having his house like invaded in Britain, and he goes over to the phone, and Seth MacFarlane is 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 making fun of how long that would take, and uh, you know the the intruder walks in and like watches like the the dial spin all the way back, and then Peter does it again and watches it spin all the way back, and he turns around and he's like, "Hold on, hold on, we're almost there." <laughs> It's something you make fun of. It is. It is something you make fun of. But, yeah, the, the National Signing Day was the Super Bowl for fax machines. But I, I think they've moved away from them now, which is good. We've got better technology than fax machines now. I'm glad we've, I'm glad we've moved on as a society from the fax machine. We've upgraded machine. to X. Well, for, to e-signatures, I think, is, the, is what people use now. But that's okay. Uh, we do have a lot going on today, despite uh, the kind of goofiness of our little opening part there. Um, it is National Signing Day. There, there are a couple guys that Nebraska is still kind of in on. Uh, Shafe told him about us a little bit yesterday. We'll check in with Michael Brunts at 9 today from Husker 24-7, see what he's got going for us in store at 8.30. So before that, we will talk to Kevin Suits at 10.11 News in Lincoln. And then we're going to talk at 8.45 to Nick Athen. Uh, he covers Kansas City for ChiefsBlitz.com. Uh, they've also got a Chiefs Blitz YouTube channel that they cover the Chiefs on as well. So we did the 49ers yesterday in terms of previewing the Super Bowl. We're going to do the Chiefs today. And I will, don't worry, I will be remain very professional and unbiased and ask only very legitimate questions. It's, uh, you don't have to worry about that. I'm taking my fan hat off today. And we're gonna we're gonna interview the we're gonna interview Nick Athen from ChiefsBlitz.com like a like a true professional. Hey, don't don't change who you are. <laughs> don't, don't let the people tell you what you should be, Robbie. You be you. And then of course at 9:30 we will talk to our friend Anna Bellinghausen of Heard at Sports. Uh, I've got a lot going on tonight. We've got uh, Creighton uh, plays tonight. They go on the road. 
The your Omaha Supernovas are at home tonight um, at CHI Health Center. Uh, so we'll talk to Anna Bellinghausen, and she's not even here. A lot going on. She's not even here, right? She's out at the uh, Waste Management Open, uh, one of the better golf events that gets put on, especially a non-major golf event, right? Probably the best non-major golf event, or at least the most fun. Uh, definitely the most fun. Yeah, uh, um, and that's what I mean by when I say best, because I'm not a I'm not a hardcore golf head, and so when I say Best, I'm just saying, the most fun for me to consume as a non-golf guy. Yeah, you know, it's definitely the most fun because there's no rules to how you fan. Everywhere else, you have to act like you're walking into church. Yeah. But at the waste management, it's, hey, you have your beer, and feel free to throw it at any point in time. <laughs> it's like, it, was that Providence's bench that, that did that? A week or two ago. I think so, yeah. Because uh, I think Fanta grabbed the, the video, which, oddly enough, that's who Creighton is playing tonight. Um, At but, the yeah. dunk. So waste management is, is something that I've always wanted to attend just because, you know, it, it, it's funny. Somebody asked me, would you rather go to Augusta or the waste management? And I said the waste management, which is kind of bizarre to hear uh, because Augusta is so uh, – it's like revered. It's a, you know, it's. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just so hard to get into. Yeah, it's exclusive. And, and I I said waste management, though, because I'm like, well, I'd rather have a good time. Yeah. I, I, I'd rather watch these golfers have a good time. You know, when the Pinnacle Bank Championship was here over the summer, we were sitting at hole 17. And the idea of hole 17, the Herdat Sports Pavilion, was to be like a waste management hole. And it turned into that. They had a DJ. They had the open air suite to the far side. Um, and, and it was just, it was a good time. And then when you talk to the golfers after each round, they're like, yeah, we couldn't wait to get up to hole 17. We couldn't <laughs> wait to see all those people yelling and screaming. And it's like, you know, more times than not, that's what people want. Yeah. Like people don't want it to be so quiet. Yes. Like in their backswing, you don't want to hear like, uh, you suck, you, you know, <laughs> fill in the blank. Happy Gilmore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hear that. Yeah. But you do want to hear like constant crowd noise every now and then because, it, you know, I, I always say I always use this as the example. When you go to the driving range, are you sitting there thinking about every shot, swinging and hitting while you're by yourself? Or do you see people with AirPods in, listening to music, listening to something? trying to lock in to the moment you walk up to the driving range at the pinnacle bank championship notice how many people have airpods in. Mm. like people like not feeling like it's it's, it's dead silent yeah it's kind of like you know weirdos that uh well i call them weirdos because i don't <laughs> sleep with a fan on uh but like people that need that background noise yeah like you're sleeping yeah the ambient noise in the background right? yeah like i don't need that because i'm a psychopath uh but there, there are people that need that. Like my fiance absolutely has to have the fan on Yeah, when, when she's sleeping. So I always think about that with golf. And, and, you know, when you're out playing around with your buddies, you have the speaker going. Yeah. You're playing music. Now, granted, nothing's on the line when you're playing with your buddies. But I, I think more golfers tend to enjoy that aspect versus the, oh, my gosh, it's dead silent. People are all staring at me and my ball's in the woods people surrounded it and i have to fit it through this little tree line <laughs> and you know the best of the best can do it we've seen tiger do it all the time but it, it it's something that you know i i think we'll start seeing the game the game evolve in that way 
um, especially now with Liv, you know, joining in and, and other golf events like that. It's uh, I know the PGA is all buttoned up and professional, and I'm cool with that because mm-hmm. I like the rules of, of what the PGA has to offer. But I also think it, it's nice to kind of break away from old traditions yeah there can be a place for both right in in golf and i think as you as all sports leagues and and sports events start tackling the challenge of people wanting to pay ticket prices instead of staying at home and watching games or watching uh tournaments or whatever i think you're gonna have to continue to improve the fan experience right that's the that's the thing that the waste management open has has down to a pat, right? Is is having an elite fan experience. That's what you hear all the time with, you know, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, you know, college games. People want to have a reason to not stay home. It used to be you'd go to the game just because you could. Anytime you could go to a game you went, but for a lot of people the experience is better at home now, so you have to give people a reason to go. You have to give people a reason. It's like you're going to see better angles on TV. You're going to see a clearer picture on TV. You're going to get replays and commentary. And, you know, commentary might not be great for everybody. You know, not everybody loves some of the comment. I'm just thinking of Matt Millen during football season. Like, I, I you know, not everybody wants to hear that. But the, the uh, you have to give people something they can't get at home. And that's the challenge that golf faces and that they seem I mean they seem to have the formula the question is with the waste management open is that something sustainable across multiple events is it just kind of its own little silo um, in in that particular event or is that something you can recreate that's where it gets kind of challenging and we'll see I I assume I assume the PGA will evolve some I I I agree with you. They're going to stay pretty buttoned up in general, especially at their majors. But, I mean, it's more distracting when somebody yells out of a silent crowd than just having constant noise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if a crowd is totally silent and somebody says, even says anything, not just yelling, they just say anything, it's more distracting than if you got kind of that constant buzz of noise in the background. So I, I think there's a way to do both, uh, of have a professional event that doesn't bother the golfers and – to have something that's fan friendly. I mean, hey, if we can figure it out at the Herd at Sports Pavilion at Pinnacle Bank Championship, then then the surely the PGA can figure it out. Well, and you know, to add to that, because you make a good point, it's it's hard to make another event similar to the waste management without somebody saying like, oh, they're trying to be too much like the waste management. Yeah. And if you look at it though from like the Pinnacle Bank Championship perspective, which is sort of kind of the the corn fairy tour i i call it the triple a of golf like triple a baseball it's it's one step below than what the pga is yeah because you can get called up basically you you know you do well enough you get your points whatever you get called up to the pga right if you're one of the top 25 at season's end it may be 30 now Ooh, you're testing me andrew (laughs) i I only i only have to be i I don't even need you for this conversation robbie (laughs) uh no, I, I, whether it's 25 or 30, you get called up at season's end, and that's how you get to the tour. That's how you get your tour card. But since the Corn Ferry Tour is a different branch of uh, the PGA, and there's nothing like the waste management on the Corn Ferry Tour, or at least that people that I've touched base with uh, while trying to figure out if there was something like that last year, the Pinnacle Bank Championship can be that. And 
if there was enough traction here in Omaha, if there was more people that knew, hey, this was going to be a party. It's not just a golf event. It's going to be a party. Think about how many people in Omaha would show up for that because this state Mm -hmm. shows up for fun atmosphere. Oh, yeah. And if they knew they were getting themselves into a rager, and that's what I really think the waste management is, an absolute (laughs) rager of a party. Omaha, Lincoln, go all the way west, pull people in. This this event would be bumping off the charts. It would be the most attended, and it would be the most fun. It's already the most fun, in my opinion, but it would be even more fun to kind of give it some sort of identity. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things, you know, and, and I mean, we're still, what, six months off from the Pinnacle Bank Championship again this year, but, you know, this was a this was one of the things that, I appreciated and kind of learned about it while we were doing shows out there this year was, you know, like I've mentioned, I'm not a huge golf guy. I probably wouldn't go to, like I would go to Augusta if I got the chance just because of the experience, whatever, stuff like that. But I'm probably not going to go to a random golf tournament for the golf itself, right? That's just not really something that I'm super interested in. But, you know, one of the things that we tried to let people know about was, hey, like even if you're not into golf, like it's beautiful out here. Like you can walk around, there's plenty of stuff to do and eat and drink and whatever and hang out with the family. Like there's plenty of stuff to do, whether you want to make it a family experience or if you want to have it kind of be a party experience for you as well. So, I mean, I think I think you're on the right track there that you have to offer. And again, kind of like what I was saying, you have to offer somebody a reason to go. Minor League Baseball's done a great job of this, by the way. It is one of the things that Minor League Baseball is the best at, is giving people a reason to go to an event that they might not normally go to. Because a lot of for a lot of people, listen, I know that there's these there's big sports nerds out there like us. There's certain events that we would go to for the sport itself that nobody else would think about going to, right? Like and I'm sure we've both done that. But for the average fan for just somebody looking for something to do you have to give them something more than just like well hey i mean these are really good golfers it's like yeah but if i'm not that into golf like that doesn't really i mean and to go to to, like to be totally clear to go to a non-pga golf event you'd have to be really really into golf to be there just for the golf right you have to give people a reason to want to go. Pinnacle Bank Championship has done a really good re- a job of that. Waste Management Open has obviously done a really good job of that as well. And then you've got stuff like the Super Bowl, which goes almost too far the other direction, where it's barely about the game at all. And we'll definitely get to uh, some Super Bowl stuff because I think, you know, just to kind of tease it here, Andrew, I think there's some really interesting storylines in the Super Bowl, and there always is, right? There's always, you know, stories of – of you know people overcoming things and and really like you know heart-wrenching stories and emotional stories and all that but i think there's really interesting football stories mm-hmm. with this particular super bowl um because of the matchups because of the coaches involved because of the quarterbacks involved and where they came from um so that's something we're going to get to today because i i think that's a little unusual and i don't know because of everything else going on around it like, listen, we may we may have a Taylor Swift topic topic before the week's over as well, but because of all the other stuff around it, like the, the attention put on Taylor and, and Travis Kelsey and, and everything else, and the fact that it's in Vegas, a Super Bowl's in Vegas, right? And they're making the team stay like 25 miles away to keep them away from the casinos. Like... And the people. Yes, right. But I think, I'm, I mean, I think honestly, I think mostly it's uh-huh. the casinos for the NFL. They seem super concerned 
about it. And it's like, well, maybe you should have thought of that before you, A, put a franchise there, and B, put a Super Bowl there. But they're like, no, 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 we'll just throw them out in the desert, and it'll be fine. Um, don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> but I think there's some actual really interesting football storylines here um, this year. So we'll get to that as well. There's also a really interesting, and I think I'd like to get to this next. There's a really interesting decision that was made about the status of college athletes and where and how they can be paid. Because you mentioned earlier the NCAA has sort of been the Wild West, but apparently you you drive a recruit to an NIL meeting and that's where you get a two-year show cause. Like it's been a bunch of lawlessness with these random rules kind of scattered in. I think a decision was made this week that may start to clear a lot of those things up. There might be another one on the way. We'll get into that next. As of National Signing Day, we know NIL has been a big part of everybody, whether they signed in December or today. So we'll get into that next here on Red Sports Radio. We'll be right back. 